0: Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Guess what? It is snowing. Yeah. Big I'm... fat wet flakes. We
1: are going to talk really, really fast so that Corey can get home.
0: <laughs> uh, <this> is... No.
1: <laughs> it's not sticking. We should be all right. Okay. All right. Keep watching that. If this episode is shorter, though, now you know why. It's because I had to bail. (laughs) It's like, and this was fun. We'll pick it up later next week.
0: Uh, Seattle has had some uh,
1: inclement weather. We have. Yeah. Got snow on my birthday, which, you know, is usually
0: quite the gift. Uh, I would like to issue a formal apology to Detta and to everyone. I thought Detta's birthday was on the 5th. No. It's on the 5th.
1: First, it is no apology necessary by any stretch I of the imagination. I
0: Had my calendar wrong. I totally forgot. It's no big. I hate being <laughs> late. <laughs> so happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. It is.
1: It's no big deal, really. In a way, so. to
0: say please forgive me. I have brought you cookies. Uh, oh
1: my god! Uh, it all is. Was forgiven beforehand, but yeah, I'll take that. They're they're so good. I've had them before. She makes them every Christmas. I'm very lucky. Spoiled. She's on the cr-
0: cookie tin list.
1: <laughs> so happy. So happy. Well, hi. Hi.
0: Do you have any babble today? Um, therapy update. <gasps> yes. Or I guess it's just a, a therapy update, but like subgenre mental health update. Ooh. Uh, I had to try something new because the thing that we tried kind of worked, but didn't really work. So now I'm trying something new. And I just wanted to say that because sometimes it can feel really, really disheartening and discouraging when you try a thing and it doesn't work like it's supposed to. And you're like, what happened? What's wrong? Did I do something wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you just gotta try new stuff. So instead of the quick release Adderall, I am now on the extended release, the Is that what it's called? Extended release? Mm -hmm. Sure. The long stuff. The stuff that lasts all day. And I got to tell you, night and day difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm pretty
0: excited about it. Uh, A little bit of weird stuff, you know, just new med stuff, but it's pretty exciting. And if it doesn't work long term, we'll figure something else out. But I hope that it does. <laughs> I love that. It will.
1: I mean, yeah. you will find something that. Yes. Yeah. I believe. I believe. I believe.
0: Also, okay. in therapy, we're mm-hmm. trying this thing called the lifespan timeline. I think is what it's called. What's and that? it's a thing where, as a tool, for like this is a means to, uh, an end, like a means to a coping tool. Mm-hmm. It's like a mechanism for your brain. We're going through from my earliest memory and every year of my life writing down like three memories that if she says a phrase or a word I can pull that memory up super quick. And we got through the year, my 19th year. And I gotta tell you, Sometimes therapy is hard. Mm. <laughs> we got from through middle school and high school, yeah. which were historically uh, not great for me. So uh, it was really interesting and fun. And I got to say, I thought that because of all the emotional suppression I did back then, I wouldn't mm. remember anything. And I have some memories in there. Wow. I have to dig and poke a little, but they're in there. And I yeah. think that's neat. That and is, scary, but well, neat. Yeah.
1: Of course it's scary. I I was always the proponent of, uh, I think for middle school, we should just lock everybody in a tower until they're through that stage and then they can, you know, <laughs> maybe even right into high school and then they can come back to society again. Once they're done cooking? Uh, yeah, and then um, uh, the pandemic happened. and oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's your fault. It's totally my <laughs> fault, everyone. It's totally, I am also, we used to joke, I'm also responsible for the – conflict in the middle east sure Um, it's all your fault yeah 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 i have so much power is this snow bullshit your fault totally (laughs) totally my fault it's totally my fault because i love snow it's beautiful i I actually for years did spells to bring on snow and after last year i was like and i always put in a disclaimer everybody i always said and as long as it's safe harm to none you know but for that one i did a harm to none because that would just be shitty yeah (laughs) I had to drive on my birthday this year to go to a doctor's appointment. And I was like, fuck. Uh (laughs) Instead of my usual, oh, it's no. It's fine (laughs) if you have nowhere to be. It is, but it's in Seattle, everyone. In Seattle. You have to remember, we have so many freaking hills. And no infrastructure. No infrastructure. Yeah. So So if you're
0: from, like, Minnesota or whatever, don't come for us. Don't judge us. Your whole ass is flat. We are not. So... (laughs) Like, if you can see both horizons, don't come at me about the snow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's is, what's going on with it me. It's beautiful. It's really not sticking. It's really not sticking. Okay, good. It's just uh, wet. It's just big fat. It's like rain that got an attitude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the only thing going on with me is, I've you know, for those of you who are a fellow, uh, I know we're supposed to not say this anymore. I just heard this, but I don't know why. Chronic illness, for some reason, we're not supposed to say that.
0: Folks with chronic illness?
1: Why? Something, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. So if I've offended somebody by saying that, um, I'm talking about myself, not about somebody else. But I do, and I have flare-ups and stuff. So something's going on right now. And I have to say, I just want to give a shout out to nurses and radiologists and people who poke you and all that good kind of stuff. Tammy felt so bad that I had to go in and do this big, long test and this prep. And I was dreading it because it's one I've had before. A couple of things. They've changed the thing you have to drink. tastes so much better. And you only have to drink one of them instead of three. Nice. And this poor woman couldn't get something to go into my veins and she felt so badly and she was like it's gonna bruise i know it is i'm sorry i'm gonna call the specialist and i'm not gonna try it again two and done
0: i love that she has that rule by the way i know me some too. some nurses i don't want to name names uh <laughs> will just dig around till they find it my mom finds that endlessly infuriate my mom's a nurse she's always like if you can't find it call someone who can like there's no shame in that
1: so no shame so, the other person who came in to do mine. Oh, yes. Is somebody that I would like to set Corey up with. <laughs> she was freaking adorable. And I, not that I should have been laughing as hard as I was, laughing for the half an hour that she was with me. She was hysterical. I love that. And just like, oh, it, it was just awesome. And so, it was an awesome birthday.
0: If you have to spend it at the doctor's, that sounds like a best case scenario oh, for it t- sure. It was, it really, really was.
1: So yeah, and the other stuff that's going on in my life, it's not particularly fun. I'm actually going to talk about during the spark because there's something that came out of it that is so awesome that I want y'all to know about. So go
0: Look to those sparks you. and I know Look at you twisting it into a into a learning slash. I don't know, positive yeah. moment. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Incredible. I don't know. Hey, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the wild hunt. That's right. We're coming yeah. into Yule Time. And so we have some episodes coming out. This is the first part of three. We're going to be doing this one. The Wild Hunt and Yule. We're going to be doing the deities of Yule in oh, the winter yeah. solstice time. And then we're going to be doing a food and drink special as well. Yes, we are. So, so excited. look forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm
1: so looking forward to it.
0: Instead of trying to cram it all into one episode, we're yeah. splitting it up. Yeah.
1: And we never get as detailed as we want to, which we can tell you a little bit about some of our scheduled episodes that are coming up. We're gonna have guests on. Oh yes, we're going to start a series and deep diving into deities
0: and elements.
1: Yes, and four episodes on each of the elements deep dive. I'm excited to revisit the Morgan, and because we did one episode on her, and it's just not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do a Morgan part? Do <laughs> so, we do? We did the first one. I think it was episode number thirty-seven because I wrote. I wrote to Corey. Everybody had said, and I'd really like to do the. Oh wait, we did do her, didn't we? And so I had to go look, and we had episode thirty-seven. But plus, and ages I was like, but I, it was ages ago. So I want to do another one. Yeah, and I think that's all we've decided on yes. for right now.
0: I'm very excited about it because yeah. I love talking about deities, mm-hmm. and especially now that I like work with some, like that's mm-hmm. very different than when we started. I didn't do that at yeah. all. So. I have a little bit fun new perspective on that and I am stoked to talk about the elements. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I have a lot of feelings. Oh me too. Oh, it's going to be fun. But it, today, yes. What are we talking about? The Wild Hunt. We're the Wild, about the wild hunt. hunt. The Wild Hunt. What's that all about? We're going to talk about it. I Donna and I were talking before the mm-hmm. before the episode. <laughs> it is difficult to gather resources about this. Yeah. It was very difficult to find, especially credit, oh, credible yeah. resources about yeah. this. So I don't know if we should go to the library. I, I have some library Do you have some stuff. library stuff? I do. I'll read my fun quotes at the library. Okay. And then you do your library stuff. Yeah. And then we'll head out to the fire. Okay. Where it's snowing. So grab your it's, cocoa and your mittens. Yeah, really.
1: Okay. Welcome to the library. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's cozy. My resources are... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't write mine down. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I went to mm-hmm. thewildhunt.org. I also visited there. See? You di- there you go. I also went to tanned... 10th line, but I'm gonna give a different one for this because this one cost money and I found one for free. But that's where I went first. So I will find the other one. And it's a paper by Ronald Hutton who talks about the wild hunt and the witch's sabbat the witches sabbath, how they are similar, okay. how they're different. And he's the one who points out that Jacob Grimm, who I know you have some stuff on too, mm-hmm. right? So hopefully I'm not jumping on your info. No way. Is that he probably did an amalgamation and made a story out of lots of different resources and put it together. But he is the first one who wrote it down as far as we know, but Jacob Grimm. Yeah. Yes. But, but Ronald Hutton surmises that he, he doesn't know how much we should quote trust it mm-hmm. because it is all amalgamate all.
0: amalgamated, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, for yeah. Sure. And so I, I thought that was really interesting, which got me down a whole other rabbit hole, which we are going to talk about and make an official statement at some point about the difference between research and living traditions. Yeah. But we're not going to go into that today, I don't think.
0: We might touch on it, but we're yeah. not going to like dive.
1: Yeah, but we will talk about it.
0: I will say, um, I do have a little tiny snippet that is from Wikipedia. And I want to mention that yeah. because the Wikipedia article on this- it's. Is not
1: cute. It's not good. It's not cute
0: or rad or (laughs) thorough or good. No. However, it does have one list that I was able to find other resources that reference these people and it's the one place where they're like consolidated the best. So oh, I will be using yeah. that for just a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, and it was so funny because she said that I went,
0: Oh, I'm going to say this is not. And she
1: goes, Oh, it's not, but it's a great list. <laughs> and it is list. a great list. So my <laughs> other, my other ones are sons of Vikings.com. I am so posting this mm-hmm. on Instagram. I want you all to go there. It is Awesome. I did look at that. Yeah, the Santa one. It's yeah. like, we are not saying he's Santa. We're not saying he stole anything. We're not... Anyway... There are two podcasts that I dipped my feet into because I was having such a hard time finding resources. And once they started getting into opinion land, I, I turned them off. So I don't know their opinions. If they happen to be similar, it's not because I listen to them. I only listen to their resources. One of them was Mythological Podcast, and I didn't end up listening to the entire episode. Like I just said, but they state that this isn't their usual style. But they also said the same thing that I was finding. I was like, where the hell are the resources for this? And they said the same thing. I think they brought up Ronald Hutt. And I was like, I found these. I want different ones. But they seem like a really cool, well-researched academic podcast. And I want to listen to something else of theirs and give them another chance as far as entertainment wise. And then, oh, what was the other one? Mm, I think <laughs> I think it was Otherworldly. Oh, uh, the otherworldly oracle or something like that. Called. And I very quickly dipped in there because they started combining their resources with their opinions and I didn't want to go there uh, because I wanted to keep fresh and my own opinions. Look at you. So I know. What integrity. Yeah, there we go. And I think, and the Jacob Grimm stuff, and I have some others that I will tell you as I do those quotes. Oh, yeah. Learn religions, of course. You can go and look there. I think that's it for me.
0: May I set the tone for your research with a spooky, spooky quote?
1: Please. Please.
0: From J.S. Wellhaven. Through the nightly air stampedes a train of frothing black horses. I'm gonna put some music here yes you just heard music it should sound like wind through the trees (laughs) yeah yeah and then when you get to your Grimm stuff I have a quote from him
1: okay well what do you have
0: I'm gonna let you start
1: oh really yeah okay so here's the thing everyone there are lots of stories about the wild hunt in many different cultures Yes. and that's why I think Jacob Grimm was uh, according to Hutton has all these different stories intertwined with each other the wild Wild hunt Hunt is at its core uh, a phantom hunt conducted either in the sky or in forest and you can find that in the dictionary and then there are all these as we've already talked about all of these other versions of it from different cultures mostly european cultures the big question i have is why is it important
0: to pagans, and to witches? That's a great question. It is a great question. Because my whole research seemed to think to focus on the fact that it might have been ancient people's way of being less frightened of or contextualizing particularly vicious weather. Yes. So like, where's the tie to witchcraft? That was where I was getting stuck. I have some opinions on that. Tell me. Uh, I think
1: once you get into something where you feel like you need to protect yourself from something, Mm -hmm. we as witches use everything at our disposal. And one of those things is our power as witches. So if you're hearing things, I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever heard a howling of the wind that sounds like an animal or sounds like a human being talking. I actually thought I was hearing a human last week outside, and I was like, somebody's hurt. Somebody's whatever. I walked outside. No, it was just the wind.
0: Our friends in Appalachia know that if you heard it, no, you didn't.
1: No, <laughs> that's right. And don't look in the trees. Yeah, and don't look. At, so, you know, was it just the wind or was it spirits and deities on the wind? Was it the fae? Was it the fae? The fae are really present right they now. They are. So is Odin.
0: Odin. Odin <laughs> the is... face that Deda just made? he's not here right now no, but if he not. was he would be like bitch <laughs> wipe that face off your head uh, a friend that of- was so funny <laughs> odin <blah. laughs>
1: a friend of mine who is really norse uh, norse paganism and they are um of german descent she and her husband both and they're just the most awesome people when i say norse i hate that i have to say this now they are liberal, yeah. You know, working on their racism every day, anti-racist, working on that. They are not. They're not the, quote, they're not unquote, the bad ones
0: Viking, quote unquote weirdos who have appropriated white supremacy and disgusting yeah. garbage, and
1: have appropriated Vikingism, in my opinion, and yeah. and Norse mythology and all that kind of stuff. It's like bullshit.
0: You it gotta got, really sift through that stuff when oh, you're researching this, which is so frustrating.
1: God, you do. You really do. So they told me, said, because uh, this was years ago. I was like, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of Odin. And I said that years ago. And Becky told me, um, Dada, you are treading on thin ice so I know from things that I've read and from American Gods which is one of my favorite books in the entire world I've been listening to it over and over again since the 10th anniversary audio came out like what was that probably almost 10 years ago now no but like at least 5 years ago now so I just love that book so much which is why I think Odin comes to me in the form of Ian McShane and laughs about it and I think I've told this before on the on the and Odin is part of the the hunt which Corey's gonna talk about uh that part of it and but he keeps visiting me and he pisses me off and and everything i read says oh you don't don't let him know that don't say that you do, don't don't fuck with him anyway jacob Grimm, bringing it all together the one i knew for the longest time was the celtic i think that's why the celts do it at Samhain because ev- uh, most of the things that i read believe that whoever's the head of the wild hunt is standing in between worlds when the veil is thinnest or when the separation between the underworld and Planes, our world, realms yep, things like that are, are thinnest mm-hmm. and the german believed that it was in the winter which is why it took place in the winter and the 12 days of christmas was specifically about the wild hunt, and you didn't go outside. And
0: same, so just what you're saying. Like, be careful of the weather. Yeah. Protect yourself. Because you go outside, you die. Don't be in the woods, babe. Yeah. And to your point of like time frame, Mm -hmm. when I was doing research for the next episode, which is about deities, I was researching a being. Mm. And I realized through researching that being that a lot of the beings in Celtic, Gallic norse western european and british Mm -hmm. folklore yeah they are in charge of the time between Samhain and Beltane Mm. like the whole time so it makes a lot of sense that they would be variable like within that time starting from Samhain yeah which
1: i think just goes to your point that a lot of this was probably born out of survival
0: there's like if you live in a place that has hurricanes or mm-hmm. tornadoes or like really just bad storms, mm-hmm. like bad storms, not like, ah, oh, nuts, it's raining and lightning, mm-hmm. like bad, like the sky goes black, those clouds are so scary.
1: And they feel, well, because they probably are very sentient. Yeah. But they're sentient in a different way that is not human they feel
0: touchable in a way that is different they affect the pressure of the air yeah they affect the light which is very like primordial in our brain (laughs) like it blots out the sun oh shit we better go yeah like it's it's very it makes a lot of sense to me that spirituality mysticism folklore whatever would have a need to contextualize something that yeah that devastating and terrible in like the the true nature of those words like big and and energetically like whoa children
1: and people would disappear Uh during this time so of course it made sense that something was coming especially with all that noise and weather some people there was a, a child who was returned who said he was taken by somebody and went to an amazing, beautiful place that some people surmise was the astral plane, that maybe he... A pharaoh. A parallel dimension when things were really thin. But it was pleasant. Whereas the writings that you find during that time, it's evil and the devil's going to take you and it's the devil and witches and demons and that are coming through on the wild hunt and they will take you and they will take you to a horrible place. Whereas... A lot of pagans believe that if you were lucky enough to get picked up, that you were
0: whisked somewhere better.
1: There's another name for it's an elf land, but I don't know it very well. And I just learned about that. I'd never heard of it before in association with the wild hunt. And I apologize that I didn't write it down.
0: Also, uh, to the getting snatched up Mm -hmm. thing, there's also some myths where if you get snatched up, you become part of the wild hunt. Yes, become one of the writers. Yes.
1: And that is something that in, I think it's Kevin Hearn's book called The Hunted. uh, And that is specifically dealing with Hearn, not Odin's wild hunt. If he's running from them and if he escapes them, it's okay. But if not, or he is, or a girl is, or something. He also brings in the Morgan into that he brings in the morgan in a way to all of his books i love him i love his books they're really great he's a high school teacher down in arizona but i hate the way he portrays the morgan (laughs) i hate it with such a passion and he does that whole sex thing i mean it's awful she's always naked when she shows up and you know she sacrifices herself at one point sorry spoilers um if you want to read the series anyway just it pisses me off and i have to say that if you go and research this after we're all done which i hope you do When I was researching this area, I had to work really hard to keep my blood pressure in check. But if I reacted to every male gaze video game that only objectifies and strips women of their power and their agency and downright humanity, I would never be calm. I wish the goddess had never, the goddess Morgan, or any goddess for that matter, never come onto their spectrum of recognition
0: Uh, well unfortunately as we talked about uh in the medusa episode those myths are used as a direct reflection of the attitude towards women and so it's going to permeate media
1: and isn't that just awful that that is still what's fucking going on today (laughs) I'm a little bit pissed about this, so I'll take a deep breath. I don't have to be, as my mantra is becoming, not everything is a crisis. Not everything is a crisis. Okay. Save your energy for the things yeah. that aren't really a yeah. crisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I would like to deal with that because of, well, that's another episode. Okay. Um, other than that... I think the other thing I really wanted to say about this, about the, oh, so what is the purpose? Why does it have to do with witches? I think because it encourages us to use our magic at that time. But also it's a time where we can ask the wild hunt to pick up those who died, who might be wandering aimlessly and confused and still hurting in their afterlife and take them so that they have a purpose and they are not alone and that they, that they find that peaceful, beautiful land. I love that. If you believe in that and sure. other people believe in it's awful and horrible but if you believe in that that's what they're hoping and they end that witches and people ask them and then the comparison to the witches sabbat which was written about and supposedly very evil about how on a certain night witches are taken up and they fly through the sky and there i, I want to do a whole episode on it everybody so
0: who let that secret out i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know we're going to talk more at the bonfire, but the last thing I want to say before we leave the library is I just want to remind everybody that when we don't have writings in favor of something like witches or LGBTQ or others who are oppressed during a certain time in history or now, the fact that we find Christians, um, extreme Christians, everybody, I'm not coming down on Christian.
0: Christianity as a system, yes. not as a, not as a, not as a belief, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. or governments. Most likely it means that it was a predominant belief and or practice. And most likely the reason that it was written about by them was because it was challenged by the people. It, it would challenge the people in power. It would challenge capitalism. It would challenge landowners or anybody who would not benefit if society was equitable. So I, I just want to put that bug in ear. So that's Interesting that we have the writings we have about the wild hunt, but not, yeah, not as much as I would have thought. There's
0: also, it felt to me very much there was a sort of attitude of dismissiveness Uh about the wild hunt, which Uh I thought was interesting. And it was, there was so much stuff that was generalized in a way that was like, I don't know, it's like that Wild Hunt stuff, whatever. They do that Mm -hmm. everywhere. Like that kind of like vibe. Mm -hmm. Nothing explicitly said that. I'm I'm just like, that was the vibe that I got. Mm -hmm. I actually have a quote from Jacob Grimm. Please do. That I would like to read because it sort of speaks to the fact that he was doing research for a compilation, I guess, Mm -hmm. or a as much as he could figuring out what this myth was so that he could write it down. Right, and I think that's called the... The Teutonic mythology. Oh, no, I got something different. I got the Deutsch mythology. Ah, the Teutonic mythology is what I got. Okay, cool. Another class of specters will prove more fruitful for our investigations. They sweep through forest and air in whole companies with a horrible din. This is the widely spread legend of the furious host, the furious hunt which is of high antiquity and interweaves itself now with gods, now with heroes. Look where you will. It betrays its connection with heathenism.
1: Mm. So the word heathen,
0: very, very volatile word mm-hmm. there. It's almost as if
1: Jacob Grimm, who is part of the Grimm brothers, yes. do is a storyteller or something. It's almost I, like I, that. I, I, almost. It's almost like yeah, that. It's yeah, almost yeah. like
0: he's very good with his words. <laughs> but when I picked this apart, I was like, okay. Keywords widely spread, mm-hmm. interwoven oh, God. with gods or heroes. Mm-hmm. That to me says it's everywhere. Yeah, it's ubiquitous. Whether the details are different or not doesn't matter. It's everywhere, and I think that's fascinating. And did he didn't do. say that, but he did say that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Interwoven, one Very of my good. favorite words, other than
0: precipice. Ooh. I know. But my favorite quote that I found. About the wild hunt was from Kvelduf Hagen Gunderson. I did my best. Woohoo! From the Mountain Thunder. It's a poem, or er, like a prose poem. But then the barking of dogs fills the air, and the host of wild souls sweeps down, fire flashing from the eyes of the black hounds and the hooves of black horses. How scary is that? How
1: beautiful is How that?
0: How scary would that be, though, if you had no idea what was causing it yeah. and it was gods or whatever? That's oh. terrifying. I guess so. It's beautiful now that it's we know. It's so beautiful. But, like, if you didn't know, yeah. if being snatched up by ghosts was a real risk you were facing, right? that would be so scary. It would be. It would be.
1: That would be so scary. Well, and, and and I think that's probably why it's found in, like, there are other, you said the furious host, right? Mm-hmm. The furious it's, host, the furious hunt. It depends on what culture. The Infernal Hunt. Ooh, yep. Woden. W-H-O w- w- A- w- something or other like that. No, you found that. Well, w- there's o? also Woten, which That's is W-O-T-E-N.
0: That's what I meant. Yeah. What I meant.
1: Uh, maybe I meant that. That's not what I wrote there's for some like reason. There's like nine
0: spellings of this guy's yeah. name. Oh. And he's got different names. Yeah.
1: Of course, Odin. And of course, Hern.
0: Want to go cozy up by the fire? I do. Okay.
1: Well, thank goodness... The snow has stopped.
0: Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So we, which is good. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. My cousin's well, coming over for dinner tonight. I got to go get ready. Ooh, oh, fun. Yeah. Well, hey, do you want to go first tier? Sure. Okay. So this is going to sound kind of library y. <laughs> but here's the thing I don't have like my sites, my sites, nope, my sources cited. <laughs> You just all heard a like partial reboot of my brain. It's fine. <laughs> I don't have my sources cited, and I don't have it organized in that kind of way. I have here a sort of like, like big overview, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just want to talk about how we feel about it, like what we think about, it, like what it means, yeah, and why it's so important at Yule time. Okay. So basically, the Wild Hunt, what I have discerned it to mean, is basically like a host of spectral hunters. That is a folk tale that is spread throughout the Germanic, Norse, British, Scottish, Irish, like Wales, all of that region of the world. Mm. Most prolifically. I'm sure it's other places. But those mm. are the ones where you, you find the most oral tradition. Right. right? So basically what happens is there's... Say you're walking... You're walking a well-worn trail in the woods, near your home. You've gone out to get firewood. You're bringing it home, whatever you're packing, you're picking up conies, whatever it is you're doing. You're coming home and you're in the woods. In the distance, you see the edge of the trees and you're home. And suddenly you start to hear the wind kick up. And the wind starts to blow from behind you. Really loud and really aggressive, and you can hear it whistling through the branches, and you can hear it sort of blocking out all other sounds in the forest. You can't even hear the leaves crunching under your feet anymore. The wind is so loud. And then you start to hear barking. The barking and yowling and yipping of hounds, hunting dogs, right? They have a very specific sound. And they seem to be getting closer. But they also seem to be getting quieter. And the wind is getting louder. And you shouldn't be able to hear it, but you're starting to hear hoof beats. And the dogs are getting quieter and quieter. And suddenly they're on you. That's the Wild Hunt. And then you start to hear barking. The barking and yowling and yipping of hounds, hunting dogs, right? They have a very specific sound. And they seem to be getting closer, but they also seem to be getting quieter. Hmm. And the wind is getting louder and you shouldn't be able to hear it, but you're starting to hear hoofbeats. And the dogs are getting quieter and quieter. And suddenly they're on you. That's the wild hunt. That was beautiful, Black horses, spectral horses, ghost horses, right? And their hounds, their whole hunting host. Hunting used to be a very different thing than it is now. Imagine a hunting party of... 30 or 40 big horses big bodies on horses big dogs and they're hunting people they're hunting people now depending on the myth they're going to take you up and make you one of them they're going to take you to the fey realm they're going to take you to the underworld or in the case of odin's wild hunt Mm -hmm. the story i found most now i don't know if there are more but this is the one that I found the most mm-hmm. was that you would be taken to Valhalla yeah. to train, to fight yeah. in the Ragnarok.
1: And, the, oh, and you would also join the hunt every year. Yes. Yeah, I, I found that one as well.
0: So, like I mentioned, this could have been to explain weather. This could have been to explain, you know, natural disasters, mm-hmm. which would have been deeply frightening at a time when you didn't understand them. But it's also, they're deeply frightening now. I hate, I like, so, sometimes the wind starts blowing near my house, and I'm like, oh, God. So if I ever had any doubt that I was a wind witch, yeah. that
1: that, I, it's so surprising to me every time it comes out of my mouth, because I think that I should be like a fire, or even a water, Sure. you know, more, or, or even earth, because I garden so much. But no, it is the wind, like... Corey was reading that story, and I was just sitting here going, yeah,
0: yeah, cool.
1: <laughs> I made that story up on the spot. It was beautiful, From Corey. my notes.
0: Yeah. Spun you a yarn. Yeah,
1: you did spin- Invite me to your campfire. I got stories. Let's do it. Let's do it. Really, I'm all over and all about the wind, so yeah. I'm a little bit different in, in that way. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love yeah. wind. I think that wind chimes. I mm-hmm. think those spinny, metallic, like, wind Mobiles, yeah. like, are gorgeous. They're mesmerizing. I could watch them oh, for yeah. hours. But I think that wind is one of those elements that is the most temperamental and therefore one of the more frightening. I think they all are. I... Except, yeah. Earth. Except Earth. Earth I has it. to get so mad before it yep. gets mad. you it know, does. know what I mean? Yep. Like, landslides or, or volcanoes or whatever. It has to or get so mad before it gets really mad. Yeah. Whereas wind is like, actually, fuck this. And just will, like, go <laughs> off. Huh, maybe it's not so surprising. Maybe it's not that so surprising funny. that you're a witch. But oh, my when God. it comes to Odin or Wotan's hunt, it was a yearly sort of, not festival, but like a yearly occurrence that Odin and his Valkyries would ride. And his Valkyries would snatch up the souls of warriors or or would-be warriors to join the wild hunt and to live in the halls of Valhalla and prepare for the end of the world Ragnarok yeah. which is Ragnarok is a deep and important story so it makes sense that this story supports that it makes sense that it makes sense that they would be gathering an army of warriors for this big day yeah. And while I couldn't find anything that indicated whether it was an honor to be chosen or if people were afraid to be chosen, I couldn't find anything about that. I think it's probably like anybody who, and I'm being very general, has to go to war. Oh, yeah. And there's a certain amount of, like pride that I was chosen as capable and worthy and and a person that they wanted on their side in this cause, but there's also very much the, this could also be my last days, Yeah. right? And I'm being as objective and pragmatic about that as possible because <laughs> Corey doesn't believe in war, thinks it's always wrong, but that's, you know... Detta also doesn't believe in war and thinks it's always wrong. (laughs) But that's because I think that the taking of human lives is, you know, just about the worst thing. Anyway, when you're a warrior people and your warrior mythology and folklore and and attitude and cultural sort of zeitgeist is all about Mm -hmm. being a warrior. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the ways that,
1: you know, once once the Morgan called me that I reconciled that is that we have tons of modern fights that we are participating in that do not have to involve killing other people. Yeah. And, and that is no, like, social justice warrior is, you know, that is a warrior. Yeah. So, there are just different ways to. That's another word I wish this. hadn't gotten
0: co-opted. Oh me either. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what I have. Oh, is that it? That's what, what I, I have? have. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm I will. sorry, my amazing story wasn't enough. for No,
1: you. your amazing story was, and we're done now. <laughs> we'll leave. I don't need to read the rest of the. You stuff. do because
0: I want to hear more about Hearn, and I want to know.
1: Uh, I want to know stuff. Okay. So Odin, as Corey just said, there's
0: several different myths about him there's so many myths about odin and there's what's fun about them yeah is that they all portray his disposition differently they do sometimes he's such a dick and sometimes he's like your rad grandpa yeah and sometimes he's like your friend's hot dad all three of those things are
1: true like it is true yeah and they all feel very real yeah But he's not a triple god, as far as we know. So who knows? He's just a complicated dude, I guess. I guess so. Just a lot of layers. He's an onion like Shrek. He's an ogre. (laughs) (laughs) I will start with some fiction. Oh. There's an old tale goes that hearn the hunter, sometime a keeper here in Windsor Forest, at still midnight. Walk round about an oak, with great ragged horns. And there, he blasts the tree and takes the cattle and makes Milchkin yield blood and shakes a chain in a most hideous, dreadful manner. You've heard of such a spirit, and well you know, the superstitious, idle-headed eld received and did deliver to our age this tale of Hearn the Hunter for a truth. by William Shakespeare from The Merry Wives of Windsor. Who says that? Uh, I don't
0: remember, and I just saw it in my
1: eyes, like, yesterday.
0: I was just curious, because it's in prose, and Shakespeare is very deliberate about who he has Mm -hmm. speaking Mm -hmm. in verse and who he has speaking in prose. Yes, he is. Before I hand it over to Detta, I would like to share with you a list of people who were sometimes the head of the ghost writers of the wild hunt oh is this the wikipedia thing? this is the wikipedia list now i want to say almost all of these i found corroborated in other places awesome this is just the best place where they're all together so i didn't have to write them all down <laughs> okay i love that odin theodoric the great valdemar atterdag who was a danish king Ooh. Gwinnepnud who you probably have heard Detta mention, because I think she has, in other Gallic stories we have talked about. Um, there are also, and I think this is fascinating, biblical characters that are associated with the Wild Hunt, including Herod, Cain, Gabriel, and the devil, which makes a lot of sense, considering the underworld vision, like the underworld um, imagery that Christianity was like, oh, I think I'll take that, thank you and the horn god it for its myths. Yeah. Um so that is if you look up the wild hunt you're going to see a lot of different variations on the folktale and those are some those are some uh, like kings or or heroes or whoever that you might mm. see as head of that. I watched a very cute little video that I'll try to find and post to the Instagram stories about a king who was invited, he made a deal with a demon that the demon would come to his wedding. And then he would go to the demon's wedding. And so he went down to the demon realm with his entourage and spent three days. But really, when he came back, he had spent 300 years. (gasps) And so him and his entourage became the Wild Hunt. And they were forced to, like, ride as ghosts through the land. It was very cute and fun. I mean, it was scary, but it was like a cute (laughs) little animated video. Oh wow! It was very good. But there are a lot of... There's a lot of stories around it Mm -hmm. and sometimes it was seen as like a portent of something bad coming yeah but mostly it was just the wild hunt was the something bad coming right exactly (laughs) well and again
1: back to inclement weather and you know cold 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 the cattle dying the crops going down yep yeah so yeah that's it for me i'm gonna continue with a little bit of fiction please the song Corey, would you sing it since we've already kind of talked about this?
0: Yippee-ki-yay! Ooh. Yippee-ki-yay! Ooh. Ghost riders in the, the sky. sky. You're welcome.
1: Ghost riders in the sky. The song tells a folk tale of a cowboy who has a vision of red-eyed, still hoofed cattle thundering across the sky, being chased by spirits of damned cowboys. Cowboys. One warns him that if he doesn't change his ways, he will be doomed to join them forever, trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies i have goose hmm. pimples yeah and so like what
0: does that sound like the Hmm. wild hunt baby uh yeah yeah
1: you know cold 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 the cattle dying in the shakespeare stuff yep yeah
0: so yeah
1: that's it for me we keep saying we're gonna make the episode shorter for my sake i'm the one who asked for it but uh this is not happening today (laughs) I'm just going to, instead of expounding on because we want to talk about how we feel about this and incorporate it into witchcraft, just look up Hearn's Oak. H E R N. E S. E apostrophe S. H E R N E apostrophe S. -s. Hearn's Oak. Look that up. Really fun, like little thing if you want to. And the Witches Sabbath and Patreon. I'm going to put you, I'm going to scribes and above, you're going to get that document if you want to look through it. And I might surmise it, uh, summarize it at some point. Um, I talked about the Ghost in the Sky. Here's some other books that again, don't necessarily get it right, but it's fiction. And it's fun, and it's, it's fun folklore. to read. Yeah, her and the hunter, also named Sernos, hmm. which is a whole nother controversy, and we've talked about this on an episode before. It's in the Irish the Irish witchcraft series. He is a character in Michael Scott's series, The Alchemist, The Immortal Secrets of Nicholas Flamel. That's right, everybody. She didn't invent it.
0: Kind of like most of it.
1: She totally took a lot of. She, she did her research and in Jim Butcher's Dresden Files. Oh my god, if you have not.
0: I've been oh, recommended it a number of times. Oh, sh- I will I will get to it.
1: And here's what's so fun is that I might have talked about this before too. Sorry everybody. Stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> he um the Dresden Files, if you mm-hmm. listen to it, it's read by James Marsters. The from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Say Spike? Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the first couple ones are absolutely horrible because he's getting his feet and learning how to be
0: an audiobook person. Actually, maybe
1: even just the first one. I mean, really, it was bad. I was like, oh, honey, I know you're better than this. And sure enough, he was. And I've listened to 13 of them. I have a couple more to get. I know. I love him. And I like Dresden quite a bit. The other ones I have read, Urban Shaman by Murphy. She was the very first person ever that I was a Patreon to before Patreon became the Patreon that it is. Wow. Today. Yeah. So that I could, because she, her contract didn't get renewed and I think she was on the 10th or 11th. And so she put them out and we paid for for them. It was wonderful. She's just great. C.E. Murphy, I think it is not C.M. Murphy. And I love her whole series. It's really great. Arwen of Welsh mythology may also represent the hunter of gods and there's uh of the forest and there are tons of stories out there by about, about that particular person. And that as far as what I have read, oh, and Kevin Hearn, who I already mentioned. Um, those are some really great fiction things, but again, Kevin Hearn, I think, a little bit Mm, takes a little bit too few mini liberties But they're still really good books And he doesn't do it all the time And he doesn't do it with all of his women He's definitely not a misogynist I just don't like the way he deals with the Morgan So those are my fiction ones And there are other fiction ones that I will absolutely put out there But I haven't read them I have no idea how good they are But they deal with Hearn as Got the it. Wild Hunt So yeah Amazing Yeah, and we'll talk more about Odin Another day Another day
0: I think we have an episode about Odin
1: We might We talked about Odin and Frigga
0: Yes. Yes we do. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do a deep dive on it. We're him, gonna though. dig a little deeper. Yeah. Now that we have a little more yeah. experience with him. Yeah. Sure. So why is this important to you? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. Detta asked me before we started, she was like, Why were you so hell bent for leather on like getting this episode out? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I knew something about it. I thought I knew something about it. I knew I thought mm-hmm. I knew I thought I knew about it. I thought I knew what it was. I didn't. Oh wow. And I think that's super important to remember and be transparent about yeah. is that you can think you know stuff and find out you know nothing, Jon Snow. and <laughs> um, <laughs> That is one of my favorite lines in the entire <laughs> You know nothing Jon Snow.
1: I've watched so many bad movies because that actor was in that I just distracted you. Go. That's
0: okay. You. I'm back. <laughs> I'm here. I held on. I held on to the threat. But I, I didn't, I don't know much about Odin and I don't know much about I really don't know much about, like, Gallic or Germanic or Old British or Celtic mythology that much. Mm. I know some stuff, surface-level stuff, and because of that, I thought I knew shit about this, and (laughs) I didn't. And it was so fun to research and so fascinating because it's one of the few topics that didn't make me furious, because you know how I get sometimes when I research a topic and find out how infuriating it is. Oh, yeah. This one wasn't that. This one was just interesting. And the fact that it was so plug and play like it's the same story with a different leader same oh, yeah. story with a different hero same story with a different how did we get here but they were all kind of like the stories of the pleiades how they're oh, yeah. everywhere but they're all they're all exactly the same except a little different that's what i thought about this was that this story was always a little different but it's basically the same yeah and that if there is a phenomenon of ghost writers that reached even across the ocean how wild i never heard i didn't know that that's what that song was about which is wild because i grew up in a country music household full of rodeo people Mm -hmm. and i'm not being hyperbolic or embellishing for color that is how i grew up and so i've heard that song probably a thousand times and in the same way that you don't listen to the lyrics of semi-charmed life until you're like older and Mm. realize how very upsetting it is i didn't know the lyrics I know the lyrics, but I didn't know the lyrics. And so this was a really fun excuse for me to learn something yeah. new. And I think it's going to give me a new facet to the respect I already have for the wind and the weather. Yeah. That's basically what I came away with. That and, like, it's it's comforting to me the vast not knowing that I have. I
1: love that about you so much, Cory. <laughs> it changes my life uh, on a weekly basis, the fact that you love that so much.
0: There's a lot of things that I have to know everything about. It, me too. Like the chisme? Oh, give it to me. <laughs> I want it. Tell me the tea now. I want to know everything about everything. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And I love that I don't know. Because A, it's more magical to me that way. B, it's more open for interpretation. And C, I have not shut down possibilities by deciding what the parameters of a thing are.
1: And I think it's one of the most valuable things as humans that we can do. So the fact that you just like, I just, I love that about you. I love
0: it. We immediately stop growing and start dying the moment we start thinking we know everything.
1: Oh my God, yes. The other thing that for me personally I just went, why the hell haven't I been into this myth? What the hell? This is my win, baby. I mean, and you're telling that impromptu story. God, isn't she good, everybody? Uh, You are. You telling that story, I'm just sitting there going, oh, yeah. This is this is me underneath that cedar tree in our backyard. I know. It I makes know me it's nervous stupid, retroactively. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, was, it, was, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. She's I, fine. I don't do it. I'm, She's fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. <laughs> but like holding onto that tree and going for that ride. I mean, feeling those roots because I never, I never doubted that those roots would stay in the ground. Now that was probably stupid, but I didn't. I I never doubted and I felt safe and beautiful. It was like flying. It was so amazing. And now I'm too smart to go outside and do that. But mm, kind of. I, I don't I don't do that. I know. And I heard the term for the very first time, widowmaker branches the other day that fall down in the wind. I was like, oh, I don't like that. But it's true. That it's happens. true. But as far as witchcraft and magic, I feel like a whole other world has opened up to me that I get to explore and incorporate into my spell work, into my meditations, into my daily life, because I live in a wind tunnel, everybody. <laughs> Same. Same. Down on 16th, yeah. is bad. West Seattle in this particular area is a freaking wind tunnel coming right off the 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 water, Mm -hmm. which is just amazing.
0: I also have started listening to, uh, you know, how I listen to like nature sounds and like thunderstorm sounds when I go to sleep. Yeah, Uh, I found a way to make it sound like wind whistling as well, so I added that in. Oh, it's great.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: we live in a wind tunnel, though. Yeah, for sure,
1: we totally do. And and being able to embrace that as part of your magic, if you're opening up to that, Corey, I think is just so cool since it's there for you. Mm -hmm. Which is the other thing too, everybody about the wild hunt. It's a palpable energy that we can literally grab onto those frequencies, those vibrations and and
0: shape. Wind is powerful enough to power our yeah. modern world. Oh, yeah. Imagine. Imagine what that power with no immediate focus mm-hmm. would wreak on the world. Wild. Incredible. And it does. We see it. We the see it. The
1: hurricanes, the tornadoes the tornadoes in the sea the dust tornadoes caused by wind yeah it is a powerful powerful being
0: my my elements i usually vibe with are are earth and fire usually Mm -hmm. or water water i guess but wind is one i don't usually i know on purpose play with (laughs) but it might be now i like them I'm excited to use that. I'd love
1: to talk more about it after we've done that. Yeah. Um, use the hunt as a source of something that we're already working on. And anybody out there, was the wild hunt important to you before we chatted about is it? Is it something
0: you grew up hearing? Because, yeah. like, I know that my mother did because her farm war was from Norway. And wow. so, yeah, my mom is Irish, Scottish, Norwegian. And so she has a lot of weird stuff in her memory that she never told me because it didn't seem, like, important. And wow. then, like, it'll come up now, and I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Oh, Farmore used to talk about it. Well, fuck it, hey, Mom. <laughs> 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 Tell me this stuff now.
1: Let's, like, yeah.
0: Let's write That's, it down, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. That is one of the good things about, I think. Farmore's whole thing was definitely, like, careful or the whatever will get you. Oh, wow. About most children's stories. She was oh. definitely a Grimm's fairy tale type grandma. Oh my gosh. Oh, Grim,
1: yeah. Grim, Grim, Grim. We love you. <laughs> I think you're great. That's all At I've got. Me too. So we will absolutely revisit personal stuff a little bit later. But absolutely. For now, do you want to go throw up some sparks? I'd
0: love to do that and I'd love to say hey to some patrons. Oh yeah. Let's do it. We want to say hi to some new patrons. Let's do it. We would love to say welcome to Tiffany. And Bree. And Lisa. And another Lisa. Whoa! Hello, you two Lisas. And to Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. And to Elizabeth
1: Ward-Land.
0: Now, if that name sounds familiar,
1: it might be because she is a singer that I have talked about before on the show. And... Well, you may know her completely on your own already. It would not be hard to find her. And I first met her when she wrote a little medley for the tarot lady, Benny the Goat. And it's much longer than that. She sings it very, very well. And you can hear it in the mornings on the Tarot Ladies show. And she is a wonderful and supportive human being, as are all of our patrons. Thank you pleased to have all of you here. Of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Now, if you are a patron and you have not received a shout out from us, please check your inbox on Patreon to see if you have a message from us Yeah, and hit us might. back. We want to make sure that we have your permission to say hi, because we know that in some places, I read an article about that this morning, uh, it's a little bit tricky to be out of the room closet. So, oh, please, yeah. Let us know and what name you would like to use, and we will shout you out and say our thank you publicly because we love you, and we want to say hi. Do you want to go first or do sure? You want- okay, I would like to shout out a very cool rapper that I found. Her rap name is Akumatu, and uh, that's the rap name for musician Allison Akuchuk Warden. She is amazing. And her whole vibe is so good, and her whole aesthetic is so good, and her music is so good. So, please, 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 that's Aku, A-K-U, dash, Matu, M-A-T-U. Please, please, please go listen. Oh, my gosh. Talk about fun time, winter time, all the time music. If I had to, like, give it a vibe... yeah happy hip-hop does that, that yes sounds, it does like the vibe i get from it is like fun and good and it makes me want to dance and move my body i don't know that the genre is happy hip-hop that's just it makes me happy and it's hip-hop so i'm calling it happy
1: hip-hop. i i really like that because here's a little known secret everybody my wife loves rap that's fun uh rap and musical theater that's her
0: they're the same yeah what? <laughs> i didn't say that don't listen to me <laughs> So. I'm going to look up what her actual genre is so that you can maybe find her that way. Okay. She's an inupiak rap artist. And she's just, she's just incredible. She's an Alaskan native. Oh, she's yeah. her whole like sh- her whole performance vibe is so Good. I hope I can see her live someday. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm going to listen today. I think you should. I will, because that just sounds like too much fun. Too much fun. Awesome. What about you? Okay. So uh, I'm going to get a little bit personal and vulnerable here, everybody. I'm ready. Safe space. <laughs> I... The day after Thanksgiving, my mom didn't call us back. And the day after that, she still hadn't called us back. So I did a wellness check for her, and they found her on the floor, and she's alive. And, but she's still in the hospital. She's going to have to go through rehab. She's about to turn 85 on January 1st, actually. For all of you out there that are dealing with something like this, please feel free to reach out to me, aging parents. But also, you know I have five cats. <laughs> I come by it honestly. She had 30 and we are trying very hard. Kittens, a lot of kittens. Uh, most of them actually. And she tried when she was um, when she was more coherent. She would capture them and go get them spayed. There's a great place down there that twenty five dollars you spay and or neuter them.
0: That's incredible. Yeah,
1: and she would catch them all the time because people would just drop cats there. And then, of course, they'd stay because she fed them outside. She didn't used to let them inside either. But the last couple of years, that's all changed because of her mental state. And there are tons out there. And she wasn't able to catch. And she just stopped doing that. So she had a colony of 30 cats, which is a lot, right, everyone? so many cats. I promise I will never do that. And I've assigned affidavits to my daughters. No. Uh, I'll make sure you never get 30 cats. Never going to happen. And... The we've tried to take care of this before, but haven't been able to. We've been trying to deal with it actually for way too long. And it's just another failing of our healthcare system and our laws to protect geriatrics are actually working against them when they are in this really uh, sad and frustrated and thought, well, it's going to be the same thing. Well, no, thanks to feral cats advocacy. Her name is Amanda. She's down in Southern Oregon. They put us the ASPCA put us in touch with her because for some reason they couldn't come in and take them the way you all see on the ads. And I'm like, "No, come in and take them. Come on." And but they were well fed and you know, uh, you know, not trapped in cages and so they were like, "We can't handle this and we don't do that kind of work." All the cats would come to Mom but not to everybody. And that puts them in a different realm, except that the babies are like four months. So anyway, that's the long story of why I'm doing this, because this woman is a freaking saint. She already has, it, it looks like none of them are going to, because mom did take, you know, she fed them all the time. She, amazingly, they didn't have disease. She's gotten them spayed and neutered, and she's about halfway through the colony I had to come in and update that as of the day that we are releasing this episode. Actually, it happened yesterday. Amanda has all the cats, and not only does she have them all, they're all going to be rehomed into this barn cat program or adopted. Some of them are already being fostered, obviously, because she can't do it all of herself. I just, I cannot sing this woman's praises nearly enough. All right, now back to the past. And you can see one of them who had a baby while she was there the other day on her website and now is in a foster home. And she's just so beautiful. She's calling her Emmy and Baby Gravy. Baby Gravy! (laughs) And and. If you saw my treasure hunt post, you saw a picture of her and the baby tucked underneath her arm and they are just adorable. And and there are going to be all these kittens that are very adoptable and it's such a good time for it. So it's all it's all happened at a at a really good time and even the older cats uh, because the older cats were spayed and neutered, they're going to find homes and she she and she brought in a couple of other people, but anyway. She's my spark. She could use donations. We absolutely donated, and I am now going to be a lifelong donator. I've signed up for a monthly donation to her. She's a, literally a goddess. I mean, I yeah. If if I were near her, I would want to go work with her. The work she's I'm sure doing, she'd love it. Oh, it's amazing. It is amazing, and she does it out of her home. She also happens to be a vet tech that works for the place that does the twenty five dollar. Uh yeah. So she's able to get them in for Goes all the way to the top. It does go all the way to the top. So if you can donate to Feral Cat's Advocacy, they are legit. They're only on Facebook. Her name is Amanda. You don't get it confused with the other Amanda that's doing great work because there's one of those two. We will put the link on um on on the sparks and cause Corey always does, and I'll put them in, you know, the show, the show notes. notes. Yeah. So there you go. Happy ending happy ending yeah such a happy ending for those thank cats you.
0: my goodness
1: thank you amanda thank you bless you
0: yeah yeah hey this was no. fun it was fun i feel like we had a lot of energy in the studio today i think so too especially considering we're in a different room anna always fun yeah lots we are. of really beautiful <laughs> views of the outside which i like yeah and it's not snowing anymore
1: this so is that's good. good. This is
0: good. That's good. We had some crows visit. It was great. Oh my gosh. Really quick before we go. Yeah, Can please. I tell you? This is probably something that should go up top, but I don't care. I learned a crow call from my friend Greg. You know Greg. I do know Greg. I learned he was like, outside feeding his very he had a very small like group of like three crows and he was doing a crow call and I was like how do you do that and he told me mm. and so I was practicing it and I learned it and today when I went out to feed them because I had to feed them a little bit early there were no crows and I did my crow call and all like instantly mm. they flocked to the yard and like to the deck and everything and I like hadn't even thrown the food out yet and they they just know and my murder of crows is getting like 30 to 40 strong Wow, and they're bringing me presents.
1: Aww, making me jealous. My, I love my crows my burps. still just they they feel
0: that their um, presence is my gift.
1: That's fair. <laughs> which Reginald is fine.
0: Reginald is still kind of a bully because he's the bravest, which is why he's mm-hmm. the fattest. <laughs> uh, but he's you know I think he's also like their their ruler their leader. Yeah, got it. May I ask a favor?
1: I also do a crow call that I just do because uh, I try to emulate them. Would you mind doing it? Oh, gosh. Can, should I turn I'd down? I'd have to back way away from Okay, let room. me turn down.
0: Let me turn it down. And a I'm going to turn it. Okay.
1: Okay, you are turned down and it is away from this you. This
0: makes me so nervous. Don't
1: be nervous. I can cut it if it doesn't work out or if you hate it. Ah, Was that it? Was I close yeah. even a little bit? Yeah. Okay.
0: I've heard your crow call. So yeah, mine's minor.
1: I mean, they're not that good they're not as good as what you just I did i do
0: the same pattern every time oh. i do the same pattern every time so they know that it's me yeah that's awesome and sometimes i talk back to them when they call i call
1: oh my kind of like i do
0: with my cat i'm so happy <laughs> when he meows <laughs> i meow oh i yeah I do, yeah
1: cool yeah. well hey everybody little crow chatter yeah anyway that's until-, it. <laughs> <laughs> until next time be well Act with intention. And don't forget,
0: you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast.
1: You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at
0: bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341 Seattle, Washington 98116. And
1: if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us.
1: Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe.
0: We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide.
1: To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.